Well, hello, everybody. I am so glad that you have been able to join me for the show today. Just another episode of the A Few of My Favorite Things podcast. We really had a lot of great episodes this season. Um, Going into the fifth episode, I have a guest all the way up from Philly. Almost thought he meant Philadelphia, Mississippi. A little disappointed about that, but it's okay. But anyway, joining me for the show today is Jacob Scepter. So, Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? As the audience knows, I'm in uh, college. I'm entering my junior year. It's kind of crazy. But, uh, you know, enough about me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am, I've been out of college for quite a while now. I just work at um, Bank of America as my main job, and I like to make YouTube videos related to beauty content, um, like skincare and makeup on the side as a little hobby. Of course. And... Uh, I know with, with your content, you uh, have a, a YouTube channel, you have an Instagram page, as well as other social media as well. Um, what's really one of the most favorite things you like to do, really, especially with that content? I just like to share the knowledge that I've accumulated through trial and error, through trying out products. Um, I get a lot of compliments in real life on my skin and makeup, and I just want to share that knowledge with other people if anyone cares to listen to my tips and try things out because I don't believe in keeping secrets. I just want everyone to be out here prospering and living their best life. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, that's kind of the uh, philosophy as well with the A Few of My Three Things podcast, trying to bring on different perspectives, different people on the show, uh, just kind of sharing their own information of, of that sort. And definitely you're a big, huge part of that as well. And really, um, with your content, um, just going off at the point of you were just talking about, Jacob, um, I know for me, the first video I watched of you was actually a tutorial on, you know, how to get uh, wider teeth. Now, of course, there's a little bit more work I needed to kind of do on my end, but I'd say that uh, progress based off what you said has been extremely helpful. Well, I'm glad I could help. I always enjoy reading comments and hearing feedback from people saying that, they use my tips and it helped them out. Um, so I'm glad to hear that it worked on your end and your teeth do look pretty good. Hey, uh, I appreciate that, but uh, you flatter me. They'll be just as good as yours, hopefully in the very near future. I'd say that another thing that is just really just really great about your content as well is just you know the energy that you really just bring into the videos, things of that nature. And I really have a lot of respect for that just because it is very apparent that your mission statement of not holding back information and trying to tell people your fourth of knowledge and your kind of vault of what you know, that does become very evident and it's demonstrated quite well. Well, thank you. I'm glad that my energy translates well on camera. That is one thing that I'm kind of conscious about is how I come across on camera, but I really try to make sure that I'm filming just when my heart's in it. I don't force myself to film. I film when I feel like filming because I feel like that just, you can read that on camera. Um, People can read, you know, whether you're being genuine or not. And like I said, I just, I want to come on to YouTube or just whatever platform I'm on at the moment. And when I'm sharing whatever, I just want to be raw and honest. And I just want to give people feedback because I've definitely fallen into the trap of listening to influencers and just blindly taking their advice on things. And it's left me um, either feeling like I wasted my money or um, in some cases it's kind of left me with skin issues. And that's always something that, you know, bugs me and is really hard to fix. So I don't want other people to be dealing with that. Yep. And that that's very true. There's definitely a lot of fads, whether it be um, 
with finances, I know, because you work at Bank of America or whether it even be related to skincare, Jacob, and really uh, kind of going through the storm of, you know, the latest thing that's happening this week and just kind of find a home for genuine and honest content that's always definitely refreshing. Yeah, I feel like YouTube in the past few years, there's always going to be this element of spontaneity and because you know it's very creator driven it's going to feel a lot more genuine but i feel like in the past couple years it's definitely become a lot more commercialized and a lot more sterilized in a way and i feel like you can just feel that some people on youtube aren't being entirely true to themselves and i definitely want to shake that up and only come on as my authentic self yep um that definitely has become really relevant in just a lot of different fields and you know it can have really disastrous consequences if what you do and what you represent just just don't add up to how life and your reality is. I think a great example of that really from earlier this year. I don't even know. I don't even know if you know who his name is, but Derek Jackson really was a great exemplification of that. Because if you don't know who Derek Jackson is, he was an individual who uh, gave uh, basically relationship advice. You know, kind of espoused himself to be this sort of you know. Steve Harvey of sorts on relationship issues, though I don't exactly think Steve Harvey should be a, a source for relationship issues or relationship advice, but that's a whole nother point. Um, but with Derek Jackson, um, he kind of espoused himself to be that character who people could lead to on how to be faithful, and then it was proven and shown that he was not faithful at all. And uh, the, the reason why he got bullied for that actually was not only because of that, but because of his apology videos that he did. And uh, there was a lot of parodies of Derek Jackson videos on YouTube because of that. And another thing he did, which was even worse, was he actually did a uh, a third person review of his apology video. <laughs> it was so bad. He actually he ended up deleting that, but it was one of the most cringiest videos I've ever seen. And literally he's his credibility has gone down to tubes ever since that point. But uh, I agree with being genuine and being honest. Uh, that is very important. And also just with being commercialized, um, it almost seems like with so many other content creators, you know, people kind of do this thing where it's just like, oh, that would be interesting to talk about. Or, hey, here's the my ad that's going to be placed for the third time in this video. Uh, it, so th there's definitely become a commercial element to it. But seeing good content creators like you, Jacob, it's really refreshing to see that, you know, there are still people who are trying to uphold the, you know, the good old YouTube creative, just creating good content and making the financial element secondary. Well, thank you. Uh, well, I'm at a point right now where my channel isn't monetized. So in a way, both a blessing and a curse, that's not really intertwined with my thinking towards YouTube. But I would like to think that even when I do get to a point where maybe I am earning AdSense that I'm not going to sit here and prioritize, you know, meeting metrics to get a payout over content and quality. I definitely want to make sure that I'm still delivering and providing quality content because that's ultimately what drew my audience in and that's what's going to keep them around. Just with content in general, like we said, that, uh, that genuine component is definitely something that is harder for people to... Uh, do especially as they get bigger and you know like you said with the commercialization of youtube that is definitely something that has become problematic going back to just your content um what's the type of stuff that you do on your channel just so the audience can have a good idea of that so the main content i do is makeup related content i feel like that was how i first kind of delved into youtube 
um, was just producing makeup related videos. And then as I've kind of gone through my own personal life journey and discovered more things, I've kind of branched out into skincare content as well. You mentioned I also did um, a video related to teeth whitening. Um, I'm open to other content as well. I, I have things in the works um, that I plan to make at some point. I had a comment, someone asked me if I could do an eyebrow routine. I actually do um, shape up my own eyebrows at home. So I would definitely like to do a video like that, but I just have to bring myself to grow my eyebrows out and I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> it's good to hear and really see that you are definitely replying to those comments and not just making content that you like as well, but also something that can really appeal to the audience. That is definitely you've done a good job of growing and really just cultivating. So that's also good to see. Yeah. I guess another thing as well, it too, is just with, with your content, what would be, I guess, the thing that you would want to hopefully kind of display as a message to people who are looking at your content? Uh, would it be uh, your, I guess, your knowledge about makeup and, you know, self-care? Or is it something greater like, you know, self-confidence or really just a sense of being at peace with who you are and with yourself? Yeah, so a lot of times when I'm out and about, I just, I've started makeup, I originally as a ritual, well not a ritual, I started makeup originally to um, cover up some insecurities I had, like blemishes and stuff like that, and as I continued doing that, it became a ritual, even as my skin has gotten better and whatnot, um, but when I go out, a lot of the times I'll get compliments on my skin and my makeup and whatnot, and I just want to share with people my knowledge and you know my techniques and stuff like that because if other people compliment my makeup and how that stuff looks i want to kind of disseminate that knowledge to other people so if other people want to go for a similar look or just want to explore other ways to try out doing their makeup or maybe other skincare products and stuff like that i just like to share that knowledge that i accumulate yep of course and you know uh i guess from that beginning stage of you know having um the facial skin that wasn't as good as you want it to be to really going to a point where you are more confident with that and even giving uh, people tutorials and really just instruction on how to better take care of themselves and implement better self-care. What other processes have kind of gone within you that have helped you get to the point where you are now? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, one thing I really do like to focus on on my channel is doing makeup reviews. Um, I am passionate about um, trying out new products so that if other people have their eyes on it, um, I can go ahead and try a product out and let them know whether it's worth their money or not. I do enjoy that. And I love seeing comments when people say things like, oh, thank you for this review. I think I'm going to skip on that based on your comments or, oh, thank you for this review. I picked it up based on your recommendations and I really enjoy it. Um, I do get comments also on some of my more tutorial type videos just saying, you know, hey, I tried this technique out and it looked good. Thanks for the advice. And I've had comments on my skincare videos as well. People at saying, you know, thank you for putting me on to this skincare product. It really helped my skin. Or even if people, um, even if it's not necessarily they're taking my recommendations, it's just like a springboard for people to ask further questions. You know, they want to ask more in depth about a product or whether or not I would recommend this or that. I like just the fact that people can come on YouTube and in whatever way they just can take some knowledge away. Yep, of course. And another element of that is obviously you've talked about just that community being able to reach out to you and really reach out to others within the YouTube channel to really find out more information on these topics. But another thing as well is just with the process of not just highs and really just progress on YouTube channel, but also the lows. What would you say has been something that, especially over the last few years, has kind of been challenging for you to deal with or kind of challenging for you to kind of go through as you grow your YouTube channel and really make more content.
Hello, everybody. I would like to announce two partnerships I was fortunately able to snag. I am a brand ambassador for Balanzi and Pierre Arden. Starting off with Balanzi, they are a jewelry brand based in London, England, with buyers from over a hundred different countries. I recently bought the compass pendant from them. I have lost count of how many times I have worn it. And in fact, I'm wearing it now. Balanzi's customer service is great. For instance, I ordered a ring from Balanzi that was just a little too small. Okay, it was way too small. I ordered an eight, my size is 13. And they sent another ring my way, no questions asked. Pierre Arden is a watch company. They have some great timepieces to choose from. For instance, I just got the Classico watch. Also based in London, Pierre Arden makes Italian style timepieces that are combined with Swiss level craftsmanship. The watch I bought did not disappoint at all, and based on the compliments I have received, it has certainly left an impression on those who appreciate great watches. If you want to be Balanzi's or Pierre Arden's next loyal customer, be sure to use the link in the bio below. And surprise, I have a discount code for listeners tuning in right now. Use Garrett25 to get 25% off at checkout. That is G-A-R-R-E-T-2-5, all caps, no spaces, at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. Let's go back to the show. What would you say has been something that, especially over the last few years, has kind of been challenging for you to deal with or kind of challenging for you to kind of go through as you grow your YouTube channel and really make more content? You know, for me, it is definitely about the content and the process of filming a video, editing, and all that. Um, and I do, that is what drives me, but you know, you're not, people don't make content to not be seen, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying necessarily that I'm asking to be an A-list celebrity, but sometimes, especially when you are a smaller creator, just the pace of growth can be a little bit frustrating at times. And especially if you're just not feeling, if you're going through you know, a period in life where you're just not feeling confident in your work, you're doubting yourself, having that compounded on top of those feelings can definitely be a little discouraging, but definitely getting positive comments is what keeps me going. And I find that anytime when I really feel a little bit down in the dumps about my content, there always just seems to be a positive comment coming out of nowhere. That just gives me a little bit of a spark to kind of keep going and to create more content. Yep, uh, that's, that's really good to hear, Jacob. And in many ways, that kind of also kind of mirrors kind of the process of what I've kind of gone through as well. Obviously, you have a much bigger platform than I do. But even with that, what you're saying with kind of that struggle of being seen, that that is very real, especially for those uh, smaller content creators. And, you know, it can be frustrating at times because it's like, you know, within yourself that, okay, my sugar honey iced tea is good. And like, when people don't acknowledge that or people don't look on those videos, that can be uh, really frustrating. And it can really just bring you down to the dumps for a little bit. But I guess those comments, especially from people, you know, who, you know, you've preached to watch your videos when they finally do and when they look at it and say, how that's good. That really is very rewarding and very refreshing to see and hear. Yeah, and honestly, I I really do value organic growth over instant virality. And I, I'm not throwing shade at anyone by saying this, but I feel like a lot of these bigger channels and a lot of these people don't necessarily start off that way. Maybe it's kind of a symptom of becoming a bigger channel, but I just feel like their content becomes a little bit more digestible in a way. But um, I guess the best way to put it is like 
when you're a smaller channel and you're just focused on your little niche of content and you're not appealing to this huge wide audience in a way it can almost feel like kind of like a refined taste sort of thing like you know your content's a lot more specific and stuff like that and as your niche grows you try to kind of accommodate everybody and you create content that's gonna please the maximum number of people possible but in a way that also kind of I don't want to say cheapens your product but it just makes it a little bit less niche right of course because it, that is very true because that can be endemic of a lot of channels just because um it, it gets the views it gets the ad revenue um and yeah that might make you feel better that might make you get more uh bags or benjamins of sorts but that does uh kind of poison the well of your channel's discourse your channel's content and that does have repercussions and it's not just an individual channel problem it's really in many ways a youtube problem oh i totally agree and i think it's great that you know people have the ability to essentially create home videos and just you know talk to the world and share themselves in their life and make a living off that but it's kind of a double-edged sword of when you commercialize things then you know you have another incentive on top of just a passion for it you know it becomes about money to a certain degree especially for these bigger channels where that's literally their livelihood yeah very true and i guess there's also a good element to that as well kind of diversifying your content to kind of talk about something that is interesting as well because i noticed for one of your videos and i I definitely was one to comment on this just because I thought it was very well done is when you went on uh, the, the baby controversy. Um, so I, I thought that was definitely a, a different but really well needed change of pace. And uh, when you were making that video, what was kind of the processes that was really going on within you? You know, for me, I honestly wasn't necessarily planning to make a video on that. I had kind of heard about the the baby situation from the beginning because I have this I have a slight unhealthy obsession with T-channels to an extent, so I just see all this news and gossip. Um, again, talking about easily digestible content. But, <laughs> um, but I had heard about, you know, basically everything that was happening in Lifetime, and I was just kind of brushing it off as, oh, this is just somebody who feels empowered because of his lame fans, and, you know, he's just going on a little <laughs> trip right now, and he's going to be put in his place. But then I had saw his why well, i had mentioned in the video his not even apology he just made a statement because he, <laughs> he really was just doubling down on the bs he was saying and i wasn't here for it it really struck me the wrong way and you know it was definitely i feel like it was a very i don't want to say neutral topic but it was definitely one where i feel like it wasn't going to be controversial at least my take on it you know i have struggled in the past with there are things that maybe i have wanted to speak out but because of the controversy that surrounds it, I just don't necessarily want to touch that subject. Um, but seeing the response that I got on that video and, you know, the support I got, I definitely feel a little bit more comfortable dabbling in that kind of content and really, um, you know, just speaking my mind more and speaking out on issues. That really was something that really made me upset as well, just because it really came just from a, a place of ignorance and, you know, Something I didn't hear a lot of people talk about was kind of the comparison, say, between uh, baby and Kevin Hart, because uh, with, with what he did a few years ago with Kevin Hart, um, with his controversy um, with the LGBT community, he gave an apology from his bed. Uh, baby did the same thing. I noticed that no one talked about that, but I feel like that just added on to the sense of he, he really did not give a flying truck about um, 
his apology. Uh, it, it, like you said, it really wasn't an apology. It was just a, a really ignorant uh, statement. But um, I, I feel like that was definitely a rant that needed to happen, and it was definitely well deserved. Oh yeah, it was. It was just sitting heavy on my chest, and I had to let it out. I mean, hey, I, I doubt the baby's gonna see my video, but I feel better now. So, <laughs> Jacob, sometimes it's just what you got to do, and you know. If you plan on doing anything like that in the future, I feel like that would definitely have a calling for that and people will definitely be watching. I hope so. I'd definitely like to be a little bit more open and personal on my channel. Of course. And just speaking of just the content you do in general, um, would you say you have any uh, plans for the future, anything that you wish to do differently or to, uh, I guess, kind of expand into? I know you were just mentioning about just talking about stuff like, you know, what's happening with controversies from... Uh, idiot celebrities but anything else that you feel like you would want to kind of dabble your toes into i found my niche i like the content that i do i definitely i have done a couple more casual videos recently where i'm not really doing a tutorial or a review or anything i'm just kind of like doing what i normally do doing my makeup but just talking to the camera and people seem to have enjoyed that type of content so i do want to dabble more in doing type videos like that where it's not dedicated to a review or you know, focused on a tutorial or something, just a video where we're just sitting and having a chat. Yep, and you know, uh, that's important because it kind of goes back to what you were saying really about, you know, trying to make people feel more comfortable in their skin as well as be able to take better care of themselves. And you know, sometimes you kind of have to put down the brush for that because honestly, uh, for a lot of different things, especially as it relates to say, it just uh, men's self-care, there, there's a lot of controversy to that. And there really shouldn't be. If you need to get a sleep mask to get that REM sleep, um, there shouldn't be any controversy for that. But, you know, I kind of went through the motions of debating on not whether or not I should do that, even though I knew it would be good for me. And, you know, if you realize that using water to wash your face isn't enough to stop yourself from breaking out, I mean, get something for that. Um, there shouldn't be any controversy for that. I, I also went through the motions of having to deal with that. You're a guy, you like makeup, you want to put that on? There should be no issue with that. I mean, it's complete BS, really, about the fact that people somehow have a problem with that or try to bring up some sort of moral high ground to condemn people for trying to live their own best lives, trying to do what makes them happy in their own skin. And it doesn't harm anybody. In fact, it makes the person feel better. And the fact that some people want to diminish that or that there's a lot of negativity surrounding that, that it shouldn't be there. And to see content really tailored to fighting all those negativities and trying to change the conversation on these issues, I feel like that's important. I feel like that's something you really bring to the table. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm comfortable with my skin. I feel comfortable going out wearing makeup or whatever, and I feel comfortable talking about makeup and skincare and being open about that stuff. And I just kind of want to help end that stigma and show people that you can be a male or you know however you want to identify and you can be interested in these things and it's okay and to anyone who is listening out in the audience right now and is kind of going through the motions of trying to be in the best skin they can be uh no pun intended and trying to be the most authentic selves they can be but they're held down by societal standards or societal stigmas for what men shouldn't or shouldn't do um what would you want to say to that what would you want to say to that male, female, non-binary individual just right now who's going through that process and really needs to hear something that can be really just positive and uplifting. I just want to say that, you know, our destiny as a society, as a species, whatever you want to say, is not 
written in stone. It doesn't have to be determined by, you know, these traditions and these preconceptions that we've been left with from our ancestors. We are writing our own future and our own destiny. And if you are struggling with, you know, feeling like you can't do a certain thing because of how you identify or how society sees you, we're literally changing societal expectations and standards as we're going along. I understand the pressure to want to fit in and to fit the mold. I definitely do. And I think we're all guilty of an extent of you know, kind of toning ourselves down a little bit to fit in in some way. But at the end of the day, there's going to be more people that accept you than that try to tear you down. And, you know, you just got to tell yourself that. Uh, that That is very true. And that is just beautiful to hear because, you know, there's also just another in another realm of things. It's so many people think that kind of things being, you know, concrete and set in stone when people realize that maybe those things aren't exactly concrete and really try to apply new definitions or new interpretations to those things it can be scary for some people but you know it doesn't have to be it can be part of that process of realizing that the process that our ancestors have kind of gone through has been important but it's not wrong or inherently evil to do things a little bit differently to approach things from a different angle and to do things that are more comparable or more realistic to the times that we do live in. And, you know, taking that approach on things is, I think, very, very important. Yeah, I, you know, we're not living in the 19th century anymore. We don't have to live by 19th century rules. We're free to live as we choose now. Um, and, you know, you're always going to have people that don't agree with, you know, the way that you choose to live your life. But it goes for both sides of the aisle. Just be true and authentic to yourself. Jacob Scepter, thank you so much for joining me for the show and really just engaging in just some amazing dialogue. Um, you're just among the list of amazing guests that we've had on the show this season and will continue to have on the show for this season. And for our listeners listening on at home, we want to thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the A Few of My Favorite Things podcast. We hope you catch up on any episodes this season that you've missed. You continue listening to episodes that will be dropping for this season. And as always, stay prosperous. Mm-hmm.